Well, um, first of all, we want to say thank you for supporting us uh, specifically through your prayers as we've been on this trip. We, we felt the grace of God, had a marvelous trip, and also for your financial support. There were a number of you that, that blessed us financially uh, to help us to be able to go. And it was an awesome trip. And so I don't steal everybody's thunder. I can tell you everything. I'm going to let the let everyone have an opportunity to uh, to share. And obviously, most people here know your names, but go ahead and just say your name for those that don't. All right. And we'll start with Wayne. I'm Wayne. (laughs) Uh, I don't know where to start. You know how much time we got. Uh, I hope CJ gets to tell a story about the pastor and what he went through in the village up there. Are you going to mention that sometime? About his testimony? (laughs) Uh, uh, Some of my highlights, I guess, was um, Bill and Tammy's church. Uh, it's probably the most participating church I've ever seen. Uh, you know, I've been a Christian all my life, but I've never seen so much cooperation uh, in his his congregation. He, uh, when they had the Bible school, I guess they had um, uh, this man from the village. What village was it? Uh, anyway, about 40 miles away that he would... Him and his son, I guess, rode his bicycle uh, out of the mountains, down to a road, three o'clock in the morning, um, uh, to catch a bus to Bill and Tammy's Bible school, right? Uh, And they, how many days a week? Two or three days a week? Okay, anyway, about three days, two or three days a week. Uh, for They did that for two years. And this guy's indigenous, and he didn't know much Spanish. Uh, but he felt convicted of the Lord to, to go to this school to uh, take this Spanish uh, Bible course. And they're the pastor now, now I guess, at the church. Uh, but anyway, uh, he, talking with Bill and all that, uh, he invited Bill to come up to his church to preach on the Holy Spirit. Uh, wow, this is this. <laughs> anyway, he asked the congregation anybody that wanted to come up to come up, and there must have been at least half the church, wasn't it, or three fourths of it, or maybe all of it? I don't, I don't remember. About half the church got in their own vehicles and went to 40 miles up into these mountains to these little indigenous people. And they brought, they made their own tortillas and, and uh, um, tamales to feed everybody up there, you know. But anyway, when we got up there, we were a little bitter, but we got in their little church. <clears throat> and Bill gets up and he says, this is a strange request. He said, would, would my congregation please step out of the church and make room for the indigenous people to come in? <laughs> because we pretty much had the church full up in the mountains. <clears throat> so they all left, and then all these indigenous people came in. They're all real short, and the 
the women sit on the left and the men sit on the right. And, and uh, then we filled up the last fourth of the church, I guess. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'll let somebody else see the rest of it. Some of the other parts, I just wanted, I don't want to take it all, you know. It's, uh, huh? Uh, we had the uh, preaching. Bill preached in Spanish. Uh, the guy that went to the Bible study, the preacher there, he interpreted it into social, their language. Uh, they've only had a Bible from Wycliffe, I guess, for the last year or two. And the Bible's about this thick. Uh, that was amazing, too. Uh, but anyway, and then they had somebody else translating in English for us. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll, just let, I'll, I'll let somebody else survey the rest of it. At the church, I just blessed with so much the cooperation of the kids. Uh, I appreciate Daniel. You know, I mean, he, he, he got along so well with the kid, and I just that was just a highlight of mine just to see him. With all these bigger kids, you know, from the ranch, piling on top of them, trying to get them down, you know, that that was, you know, just the love of everybody and and everybody with their wheelbarrows and here. <laughs> I guess the highlight of mine was we got to pray for four of the girls that came. And they helped cook and things like that. And we got to, CJ and Tammy got to pray for them and had word of knowledge for them. And it really blessed them because they all had been abused before they came to Bill and Tammy's. And they had so many words of encouragement to them. And it was awesome to see the kids when they worked out with helping everybody. They Nobody complained. It was awesome. Um, hi, my name is Grant, and um, this was my first mission trip, so it was a pretty cool experience for better and worse at the same time. Um, <laughs> um, number one thing that when you go on a mission trip, you, you need to realize that God's going to do awesome things through you, no matter what, you know, where you're at. Um, we went to a village and, um, um, we went to a village and a church and, uh, uh, Mr. Bill asked any, everybody if they spoke prayer language or if they could speak in tongues. And a lot of people said no. So, um, Mr. Bill had us lay hands on people, you know, and we'd speak in tongues and pray for them and they'd be filled with the Holy Spirit. And, um, it was amazing. Um, I was like, okay, you know, here I go. So I, you know, laid hands on people and started praying for them. And um, God told me in my heart, like, now I want you to sing it out. I'm like, okay, so sing out in spirit. So okay, I sing out in spirit. No, I want you to sing out in words. I don't sing. <laughs> and so I was like, no, nah, that's not it. It's like, no, sing out in words. So it's like, okay. And then I went to this lady, and there's a song, and 
that says, um, there is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain. And that was in my heart. I'm like, okay, here I go. And I started singing that song out. And this lady started, she started sobbing and she, she screamed and she fell on the ground and it kind of scared me pretty bad. I was like, okay, you know, and she's like, hey, name of Jesus. I'm like, so, you know, it was, it was really good. And God just filled her up and just knocked her out with his anointing. And, um, that has never happened to me before. And I saw some pretty amazing things I haven't seen before. And, um, so that was a testimony by itself. And the kids over there were really cool to hang out with. And, um, they're a huge blessing. You know, it was really hard to leave. And, um, you know, God did some amazing things in this trip and it was cool. I'm Daniel. Uh, all in all, the trip was just, it was amazing. Like God ordained everything to like, it was just like absolutely perfect from like, the amount of work we did, and like the days we had off, and just like how the team was there, and all the needs that we needed to do the things that we were doing there, like the team just like was able to fill that need, and it was just, it was just so perfect. And for me, I think the best part was, I don't know, just the love of the kids. Like these kids have been through stuff that like you can even hardly imagine, and like now they're still, even though through all that, they're just so happy and so loving, and love the Lord and just love people, and it just. It just touched my heart to just the love that they have, even though all the stuff they've been through. And it just, I don't know, I mean, leaving just broke my heart, but just, it was just so happy to see these kids that have gone through so much. And now they're just happy with, and they love Bill and Tammy and they love the Lord. It's just awesome to see all the things that God has done in their life. And so, yeah. There was a moment when, uh, I think we were just standing on the porch. Uh, Tammy was there. I think it was Emily and me. And Tammy started talking about what a gift it was to just receive uh, the landscaping and stuff. It was a desire in her heart that had been there. And she actually just started breaking down and crying from, from joy over it. And to realize that God loves us so much that he'll even do things like create a landscape for you or provide the things that you love and want. Not just the things that you need, but even the things that you desire. They're his desire, too. And I think that was one of the blessings that I received is just saying how we could be a blessing used of God to bless someone that has worked so hard and done so much to just be in the will of God and everything that she did. Uh. Well, I would say that this trip, um, the fun part of it was to bless Bill and Tammy and to, to see how us just being there was a blessing to Bill and Tammy. I, I'm not sure how many times this church has sent groups down to Chiapas, but you could just see um, Bill and Tammy getting filled back up and kind of restored through the work we did out the farm or just being around and them getting to talk to 
to their family again. And that would probably be the, the best part of, of the trip for me is just sitting back and watching Bill and Tammy get filled back up and re-energized for, for the trip, for their, for their ministry. The second part probably is not that significant, but on, on one of our ministry trips on the way back, it's riding the back of a pickup and and when you're going 67 miles an hour, it gets kind of cold, and the Mexicans aren't used to cold. And so they were they're diving for cover under a tarp, and they left a little boy out. Sorry, Osman, and he was freezing. So I got to tell, motion for Osman to come over to me, and I was sitting back at the tailgate, and I crossed my legs and I told him to sit down. And when he sat down, had him put his arms in his shirt, and I hugged him and stayed that way for the rest of the way so that he could get some warmth from himself. Me being here in Oklahoma, we're used to switching of temperatures, but not the Mexicans. So just hugging the little boy and watching Bill and Tammy was probably the best part of the trip for me. Well, I've turned into a crybaby <laughs> to watch the rapport between Bill and Tammy and those kids and hearing what some of those kids have gone through and every one of those kids have gone through some degree of the same thing I was hearing, things that you and I don't want to even imagine for ours. And to see them healing, some are still heal- healing, some are healed to a very good degree. But then you watch Bill and Tammy come in a room and, Mommy, Mommy, Poppy, Poppy. And they're holding their hands. And, and Tammy's always saying, I love you. You are my favorite. And she does this with every single one, by the way. Not just one. I love you. You're my favorite. And to watch that was just like, yeah, I'm still being a crybaby. And when they had to come and the kids are coming, you're going to come back. And I said, I don't know if I want to get to. You know, it depends on the Lord. I can't imagine it right now. And to not feel like I'm being of any use and knowing that God had a plan for me being there, I have to rest in that. Because everything went so fast and furious and so much work that I just kind of went automatic. So even prayer would come, and I'd think, oh, I'm praying again. Okay, let's go back, just raking some more dirt. And it was an amazing trip. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you guys. It had been a a while since I led uh, a trip on a mission trip, and and I was reminded just how much fun it is and how exciting it is and how fulfilling that it is to um, um, see God use his kids to advance his kingdom and to make an impact in people's lives. And I have to say, one of the things that stood out to me, one of my favorite parts of the whole trip, there were many, but one of them was watching Wayne and Nancy hold hands as they walked 
around the property. And I have some pictures of that, by the way, too. But to see this couple, they've been married for, what, 800 years? <laughs> Give or take 750 or 60, 39 years. And then just to see they just love each other. And I appreciate that example. But uh, overall, my favorite thing was to see how God orchestrated and designed this trip for this team. You know, originally the plan, we thought we were going to go down there and paint, uh, paint their paint something, the house or something like that. That was the original deal. And I was okay with that. Um, painting is not my favorite thing, but if it's going to help and, and bless Tammy and Bill and that kind of thing, then and I think the whole team was like that. Hey, if that's what we need to do, we're all for that. Uh, but then as I was communicating with Bill, talking to him on the phone before we left, and, and he was giving me the kind of running down the schedule. And I was thinking, okay, where's the painting part? <laughs> and then he said, well, and there's a couple of days you, you might get to paint. And and I said, Bill, I have a question for you. If um, Would it be easier for you if we did not paint? And he said, actually, it would be. It was like he was trying to fit in painting for our benefit. And I said, well, hold on a second. I said, our desire is to serve you. Whatever you want us to do, that's what we want to do. And he said, okay, good. Forget the painting. <laughs> And as spiritual as I am, I was like, yes. <laughs> but anyway, but it was so cool because of the people who went on this trip to see how God designed this trip for us. You know, the, the major contribution we had was landscaping. And, and it was interesting because as Tammy was, because uh, when we got there, there was what they were going to have us do was set up a fence around the playground. Someone donated a wonderful playground for the kids and the team came in and installed this beautiful playground. And uh, but they were going to put a fence around it. And that's what Kevin, who's one of their team leaders, was going to have us do. And so one of the first mornings, uh, Tammy was talking to uh, Marty and um, and our, she was talking about landscaping. And they were talking plants and this kind of thing. And and then and it seemed like there was a struggle. Well, I would like you to do this, but we've got to do this. And, and I said, hold on, Tammy. I said, would you prefer the landscaping or the fence? She said, the landscaping. And I said, OK, that's what we're going to do. And because they were saying, you know, anybody can put a fence around, which is not easy work. I mean, it was going to be a serious task. But but, you know, we realized that we had the professionals who knew how to landscape. You know, we had we had Marty. We had um, Emily. And the rest of us who know how to pick up wheelbarrows of dirt and, and haul it. And it was so cool because Tammy was just standing around giddy like a little girl in a, in a doll factory, just so excited. And she broke down a couple of times crying because of what was happening. It was a desire of her heart for landscaping. But how can you call a team to come down? Hey, can you come down and put flowers and beautify our place? I mean, that, that's not that's a desire, not a need. Right. But God sent our team down there to help beautify that property. And it was a wonderful, wonderful transformation. And it was so cool because uh, when I found out, okay, landscaping's it. Of course, I know a whole lot about flowers and plants. Just kidding. And uh, so I looked at Marty and I said, Marty, I said, you're the foreman. I said, you're the man. And, um, and we began to affectionately call him Miyagi. Those of you who <laughs> saw the original Karate Kid. <laughs> He was the master, and so we had questions. We'd go look for Miyagi. Where's Miyagi? We need to ask him if this rock over here is okay. 
And it was just so cool to see Marty in his element. And you know all the things that he's learned and developed and God built into his life over the years. I don't know how many years you've done landscaping and, and all that kind of thing. But he got to go down to another part of the world and be a blessing. And God specifically designed. And then Emily, I mean, she knows, I mean, our church grounds. Uh, Emily's largely responsible for beautifying our property. So she got to take her skills and how God equipped her and gifted her. And share that same blessing down there. And I thought it was pretty cool because there was a time when um, part of the landscaping required rock. You know, you wanted to get some landscaping rock and that kind of thing. Well, Bill said, well, let's go down to the stream and get all this rock. And so so um, uh, some of the guys went down there first and they came back with these huge rocks and, and they had to get more tools because there wasn't enough rock. So the rest of us guys got in the truck and went down to the stream. And we were busting up these huge rocks and all this. And I thought, you know what's interesting? Because another guy on our team does this for a living. Daniel. He removes landscaping rock. And for his uncle, I believe his uncle has a business like that or something like that. So he, he goes on the weekends and he helps his uncle remove this rock from the ground for landscaping purposes. And I thought, isn't this funny? How flowers, landscaping, rock, and all this kind of stuff. And, um, and then there was a time when we first didn't have any hot water. Those of you who've been on mission trips, that's nothing new, right? You get used to that. Okay, no hot water. Just suck it up and go for it and, and that kind of thing. Because uh, their hot water tanks weren't working correctly. I guess they were the wrong type or something. Well, we had Wayne. So that means we're going to have hot water. <laughs> Because Wayne knew how to figure it out. He did something to it and, and got it working, got some hot water and, and that kind of thing. And then Nancy just loving on the kids. I mean, those of you who know Nancy, you know her hugs are just are powerful. They're anointed. And just to watch her love on people and hug people. And people she didn't know, they didn't know her, but she would just go hug on them and they just melt. And just to see the love of God working through this team and, and everybody was doing something to make an impact, to make a difference. And as a pastor... As just a Christian, my favorite thing to see is Christians serving the kingdom. And to see that, that Mike Harper and Daniel and, and Marty and, and Grant and myself and Nancy and Emily and George. Oh, yeah, George, who's not here. He's, he's um, somewhere west. I forgot. It's either Arizona or New Mexico. But George is, is awesome. And here he is, a man from Africa. So he was a novelty down there, you know. <laughs> And then one pastor was blessed that a man all the way from another part of the world. And when we went to the pastor up in the mountains, he was so blessed that this man from so far away would come and see him. I mean, he was just so taken, so taken back by that. And George, I think he speaks a little bit of Spanish. Uh, he's taken the Spanish class. I think um, Miguel taught him some Spanish. So he knew a little bit. But George wasn't afraid. You know, we'd be, we'd be all just hanging out and everything. And I'd turn over. And George is over in the corner with some strangers just talking at him or talking with him and and just uh, fellowship and just meeting friends. George does not know a stranger. And it was so awesome to see our team. And then when it came to the ministry time, we were up in the mountains in that little village. And it was time to pray for people, lay hands on them and everything. And our team just front and center. Boom. Let's, Lord, however you want to use me, let's get after it. There was a time when we had a campfire at the ranch where we stayed. And... Um, um, Bill mentioned to me earlier, he said, if there's an opportunity, I'd really love for you guys to pray for these girls. They had uh, four of the teenagers stay out there with us the whole time, and they were hard workers. And uh, so we took a time one night to um, just pray for them. We had worship. One of the girls led us in worship. She played the guitar, and, and it was just wonderful. 
And then we just call them up one by one and just begin to lay hands on them. And different ones of the team just begin to lead out. I know Daniel hadn't done much of that before, but God was giving him words of encouragement to bless and minister to these women, these young ladies. And it, it was just awesome to me to stand back and watch God use us. Sent us all the way from Stillwater, Oklahoma, all the way down to Chiapas and Ariaga to, to make an impact. And that's what excites me. And, and that's what I appreciate about this church, that we do have, we're very kingdom-minded, we're very world Minded, we need to take the gospel to the world, and and we have a heart to see you have that opportunity to go wherever God wants you to go to to make an impact in people's lives. And and those of you who've been down there to Chiapas, Ariaga, the Bill's home down there where they live, in the front of their house is a is a train that comes through, and I believe it comes out of Guatemala or somewhere. Um, I'm not sure where it comes from, but anyway, there's a lot of people that ju- it's not a passenger train; it's a cargo train. But many people jump on this train and they ride. Their goal is to get up, I believe, here to the States They're to, to get to a better place. So there'll be kids, there'll be women and children. And now imagine gangs, homeless people or whatever, women, children. You can imagine the kind of things, the, the horrendous things that happen, um, the, the abuse, sexual, physical, all that kind of stuff that happens. And some of these kids that Bill and Tammy have have come off that train. So you can just imagine the, the horrendous stuff these children have gone through. And to see, and it, it's hard to, when you look at these children, if you were never told that they had been through any abuse or anything like that, you'd have a hard time believing it or seeing it. Because their, their transformation of these lives is so incredible. Because they look like normal kids. They play, they wrestle, they try to take Daniel down, but it didn't work. Um, you know, and they'll, they'll hug on you and everything, and we're playing skip-bow and just having a good time. But to know, and as we're sitting there playing cards, and I want a hand, by the way. Thank you very much. But as we're sitting there playing skip-bow, and I'm sitting there looking at these, these young ladies and these young men thinking, oh, my goodness, where would these kids be if Bill and Tammy had not answered the call? Where would they be? Some of them would still be on that train or that life that comes with that. Some of the, there's a young lady that Bill and Tammy have that, um, just a precious little girl. I don't know how old she is, 12, 13, I think, 10, 11, or 12. But her grandfather just beat her senselessly. And when Bill and Tammy got her, her face was all swollen up. She was different colors and, and everything. But to look at her, you wouldn't be able to tell that. And I was just thinking, man, the importance of us answering the call of God. And all of us imperfect people. Full of flaws, full of mistakes, full of stuff. And God says, you're the one I want. Yeah, you're the one that messed up last week. Yes, I want you. Come and let me transform your life. And in the process, not when you're all fixed up and perfect, but in the process of us allowing God to transform our lives, he says, by the way, I want to use you to make an impact, a powerful impact on other people's lives. And so as we let him do that, we'll be amazed at how people's lives will be changed. And so it was so exciting. You know, when Bill and Tammy, when they came off, this, the, they, they were in Romania. Those of you who know Bill and Tammy, they were in Romania for a number of years, worked at an orphanage. And then they came off the field for a time, and they didn't know what they were supposed to do next. They didn't know. And so they were, you know, seeking the Lord, getting direction, all that kind of thing. And I appreciate Dale and Teresa having kingdom vision, able to assist and encourage and help Bill and Tammy get from one phase to the next phase. 
and the encouragement that they received from this couple in helping them move to where they are now and to see the lives that are changing now. Not only the kids in the orphanage, they have 26 kids in the orphanage, but they have a church of well over two, three hundred um, Maybe 300. I mean, a wonderful church that they praise and worship God relentlessly. And then when Bill said, hey, this afternoon, we're going up to this village up in the mountains. And those of you who would like to go with us to serve and help out and you're going to come and to serve. And then we got out there to see all these cars lined up from Bill's church, all these people. I'm like, oh, my goodness. There were more people that came from Bill's church than there were the people that were going to serve. We overwhelmed them. I mean, it's like, boom, look at all these people. And that's what uh, I think. Wayne was mentioning earlier, we filled up the church. Boom. And then Bill had to say, uh, guys, you're going to have to leave the church so the rest of the people can come in. And it was, it was just awesome. But I think about the transformation that's happening in lives because of people being willing to answer the call. You know, all the way from teenagers. Um, you know, Grant was saying this was his first mission trip. He's been anxious to go on a trip uh, for years. But God had this one picked out for him and, and it was cool because he you know he's not afraid to get after it when he was praying for people i didn't know what he was doing i just knew he was somewhere you know taking care of business you know serving the lord and, and being a blessing and helping and um you know i'm not going to share certain things i wouldn't do that to grant although there's a temptation to share but <laughs> what's what's shared on the river stays on the river right we all know that right talk to me after church and i'll tell you no i'm just kidding but i do want to say thank you to this church for being kingdom minded, the investments, you know, I know there's times when we'll have speakers back to back to back like we did this month and, and you guys just give, you serve, you love. And then when there's an opportunity to go on a mission trip, you sign up and, and go. And that is so exciting. That is so exciting. And that's what I get encouraged about is the fact that you want to make a difference. And I want to encourage you, when the opportunity comes, you know, we're going to, uh, God willing, this won't be the last mission trip. We'll have, have more opportunities. I want to encourage you, and I always say this jokingly, kind of, but assume God wants you to go. Whenever there's a trip, just assume you're supposed to go. And then if he tells you otherwise, then, uh, then not go. But it was incredible. It was an incredible opportunity. And this team that I went with, it was so awesome. There was, there was no griping. There was no um, complaining. There was no strife. There was no, you know, because when you're together for eight days and you get hot and sweaty or cold or hungry or whatever, you have plenty of opportunities to get on each other's nerves. I mean, you can imagine there was none of that. There was none. I mean, the grace of God was there in a wonderful way uh, to help us to do what we needed to do. And what I want to do, I want to take a few minutes to share. There's a message the Lord put on my heart. I've shared parts of it here before. And I felt like the Lord told me yesterday to share parts of it again. It was what I had the opportunity to preach in two of the churches down there in Mexico, the one in Ariaga, Bill's church, and then in Tuxla. Uh, Brother Jonathan Garcia. It is Garcia, right? Uh, he's, he's basically Bill and Tammy's son, spiritual son, so to speak. He was with Bill and Tammy for many years, and they raised him up and everything. And, and it seems like right now the Lord has launched him to a bigger church. It's a pretty good-sized church up in Tuxla. Mm-hmm. 